Welcome to the Wellness Breakthrough Podcast with Marcus Pierce and Brett Hill. Real people sharing how they broke through. Hello and welcome to the Wellness Breakthrough Podcast. Marcus Pierce here with you on the Wellness Couch Podcast Network. And as always, I'm joined by my great mate, the co-founder of the Wellness Couch, Dr. Brett Hill. How are you, Bretto? Good, Marcus. How are you, mate? Humming along very uh, well indeed. Uh, we've got a very special guest today, Bretto, a Wellness Breakthrough alumni member, a loyal listener of the Wellness Couch Podcast Network. We are going to shoot down to Newcastle and speak with Robin Crookshank. Robin, thanks so much for joining us on the Wellness Breakthrough Podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. You've been a great member of the Wellness Couch community. We first met you in person at the Wellness Base Camp, our one-day event in Newcastle. That's Would you be right. kind enough to share with Bretto, myself and the listeners how you first uh, became involved in, and got to know about the Wellness Couch? I went. No, I'm just gonna. I just was getting a bit teary then. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even asked you a hard question yet. <laughs> oh no, because that's why. Because because um, you asked like, yeah, what got me interested in it? So it was when I had breast cancer the second time, and I was sick and I was at home. So I started listening to podcasts, and that's when I started listening to your pod- podcast. And then I saw the breakthrough was coming to Newcastle, and that was like the next year I think so I was sort of just coming out of it all and I came along to that and and when I listened to the podcast I always thought oh I'd love to do that one day that's why I got a bit teary (laughs) wow didn't know it like that (laughs) there's a bit to unpack there Robin so Mm. let's talk Mm. a little bit about that that background because you know you sort Mm. of lost over that like I had Mm. cancer and then it went away and then it came back again a second time that's a a massive journey you know so tell us a bit about your I guess your journey with cancer the first time round to start with. So the first time round uh, was 2011 and, um, yeah, when I found out I had it, I was working in a really stressful job then and my mum had breast cancer so I had that thing of like was it was it hereditary, was it from the stress, was it from, you know, my lifestyle, what I was eating. There was lots of different questions in my head and, um I I probably didn't change my lifestyle that much then. That's probably really um, like the doctors said to me, I went in and had the surgery. I had ray treatment, six weeks of ray treatment. It really knocked me around. And, but I sort of just got back into life and I don't know why. I just did. Is and, it, when you say you got back into mm, life, is it just, mm, is, that, is that your nature? You're just someone yes. that. I've learned now it is. I yeah. didn't know that back then, but I've learned a lot. And now I know that was my – it wasn't my nature from years ago, but I think like I was married for 20 years and then I left that marriage and had four kids and then the kids grew up and I think I just probably replaced them with work. Yeah, which is not an uncommon mm. replacement for a lot of um, mothers and, and, and fathers mm. these days as well who the, yeah. the, the kids get older and it's what's the next yeah. chapter – um, so when mm. you say that, do you find that, you know, do you mm. feel that that transition was rockier in hindsight than what you gave it credit for at the time or um, how did you find that, that transition in life? That, which part was that? When the I kids getting mother. older. and Oh, the kids getting older. Uh, yeah, I think I just probably rolled with it because my marriage breakup was pretty nasty and I didn't see all my kids all the time. So it took a lot of years to get through all of that. and. Um, 
so I didn't have them all with me all the time. So I think, yeah, I probably um, just sort of transition. I had to get a job because I needed to work, obviously. I was single, so I got the job. But then I didn't go back and study to become the manager until after I had breast cancer that first time, which is a bit of a weird thing to do. But I think, I think in hindsight I must have needed to do that to show myself that I could achieve that. Because, mm. like in my my mar- my first marriage, I was I didn't really like I worked on the farm. I worked on a farm and I brought up my kids, but I put myself aside. So I think maybe I needed to do that part of it. Yeah. And so, Robert, I'm curious as to mm. how you reflect back mm. on that now. Like you've just mm. spoken about going through a messy mm. divorce, and you've spoken mm. about having cancer, and in mm. both instances, it, it seems like your response to that was to get busy um, yep. and to move mm. on and to move forward and just to push yep. through. And yep, so it was. I'm really curious mm. as to how you reflect back on that now as to whether you feel like that was an effective coping strategy and what you needed to do or whether perhaps you were burying stuff down that no, came back I, again later on. Yeah, I was burying stuff down. And I guess as we go through more, I'll tell you what I've done this year to sort that stuff out. <laughs> yeah, um, I had just buried it all. Yeah, I just went ignore it, keep busy and – I thought I was the sort of person that was dealing with it, but I wasn't. Yeah. So I did and just how do you push it down. Back now, in terms of how mm. that impacted you moving forwards, I have gone through a lot of that this year. So I've done a lot of journaling, I've done a lot of crying, um, I've done a lot of feeling angry with myself and upset with myself. But then I've done a lot of um, like Kim's work of just showing myself love and nurturing myself. Mm. That's been that's been my year, and and I've done lots of that this year to to make myself okay about it. Yeah, not feel guilt, not feel guilty, not feel like God, I did the wrong thing because I I did what I could do with the best what I had at the time. Yeah, I love your honesty, mm. Robin, mm. and I think mm. um, the the big part mm. of it is your courage to. Mm. do the work now you don't have to share mm. with listeners the specifics mm. if you don't want to but i feel compelled mm. to ask you this because i feel yeah. like a lot of listeners would want to know you know mm. what specifically like are you happy to share what yeah. what what specifically you felt you felt that you had buried that you had to actually deal with because you had yeah. you know swept it under the carpet again you don't have to go into yeah. the specifics if you're not comfortable but i no, feel compelled to fine. ask yeah some of it was from my childhood and I won't go into that anymore, but some of it was from my childhood that yeah. I had totally pushed away. I knew I'd mentioned it to to Bill, to my husband, and I'd mentioned it to my one of my brothers last year, but I totally pushed that down. And I pushed down like what I went through after the marriage breakup because it was very, um, very nasty and that side of the family still has nothing to do with me. So I pushed all that down because I thought, I had to just be there for the kids. I had to be strong. I had to just power on. Mm. Wow. Yeah, so it was a lot of stuff that I pushed down. So it's been pretty big the year this year. Oh, there's so much mm. massive stuff there, Robin. And, and so yeah. I guess you, you know, you've done that, right? You've pushed it down. Mm. You've ploughed on. You've kept yep. moving forward. <laughs> um, in many ways, you probably felt like you were being quite successful at that, you know, in, in terms yeah. of you, know, you feel good about that. You're like, well, I've, de- I've dealt with it. I'm strong. Mm. I've got my job. Mm. I'm going to have my career. Everything's mm. good. Um, yeah. And then I guess maybe cancer coming for a second time yes. was probably a bit of a kick in the face to go, it oh, my was. God, maybe, maybe mm. I haven't been dealing with this in the way that I should mm. have been. It was. I, 
yeah, when when I got it the second time, I didn't straight away think it, but the second time was much worse. And that time, like I had to have like, had a double mastectomy and um, reconstruction, but I got really sick because I had bad infections from the hospital. So that was worse, probably. <laughs> that was the, alongside that with the cancer was pretty bad. So um, f- first of all, I didn't. But then that's when I had time when I was so sick. When I started listening to the podcast, and then I started looking at it, and I went. Wow, I didn't listen the first time, so it came back, and this is what I say: it came back, hit me in the face, and said, "Here, take that." Yeah, because you didn't listen the first time. I say that, whether that's right or not, but that's my way of. Yeah, absolutely, explaining it. Mm. And I think um, yeah. you know, I'm mm. a big believer in you know mm. the uh, unexamined life is not worth living. So you know, yeah. how much mm. uh, do we want to examine our own lives? And yep. you've clearly done the work mm. in mm. examining. Um, your life, and I, I love, I love your philosophy, mm-hmm. Robin. I think mm-hmm. it's a, mm-hmm. it's one that a lot of people would not want to mm-hmm. take ownership of. It is far more socially mm-hmm. acceptable to be the victim and to not mm-hmm. actually join mm-hmm. the dots, as Kim Morrison likes to talk about. When you know, mm-hmm. and you can really only join the dots once you've once you've mm-hmm. lived them. Um, That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, but many of us don't. So. Mm-hmm. I'd like to just, you know, skip ahead a little. Um, we'll talk mm. about your wellness breakthrough experience uh, mm. later, but mm. it's very topical 2020 at the moment and, and the life and the year that a lot of people have had. Mm. And I know you made some very big decisions <laughs> at the wellness breakthrough this mm. year um, around mm. what the future was going to look mm. like. Um, now, mm. we don't speak to you very often. We've probably only had two or three <laughs> connections with you since mm. February of this year, but from the outside looking in, and that is, you know, seeing you on Facebook, um, <laughs> yeah. it looks like you've made some some big t- decisions and gone through a major transition. Would you be happy to share mm-hmm. with the listeners what mm-hmm. what those big decisions have been? Because I, I, I know that they would have taken some mm. courage. Mm. Well, I think, um, I think well, like at the breakthrough, I knew and then in March we went away, <laughs> we went away and, and I had a massage at this caravan park and that was just when COVID was starting. I had a massage, oh, my gosh, I cried, the, like I cried and cried and cried and I went back up and Bill said to me, what's the matter? I went, oh, that was just too emotional. <laughs> and, but I knew what I was crying about. I was crying about I wasn't living my life the way I wanted mm-hmm. and I was still just doing it even though I'd made decisions at the wellness breakthrough um i i still was still felt stuck i think it was probably about that time maybe just after that when i messaged you guys i still felt stuck and then we were away and we actually came back early for my job because i was just so dedicated to it and you know because the covid was such a disaster in the doctor's surgery and i worked in a big surgery it was 13 doctors just as many staff and when covid came like i just I don't know, I was doing 50-hour weeks, just getting in there, sorting it all out for everybody, just doing everything. And um, a lot of the doctors, like everybody in the whole world, all their anxiety just went through the roof. And I I just pushed mine aside again and just went there and looked after them all. But then um, one day all it took was the doctor boss came in and said something to me. And I looked at him and I went, what the hell am I doing? And I just, because it was sort of a bit of an ungrateful comment, <laughs> and I walked out and the girl was like, you're all right? I went, you're fine, going home. And I think it was that day that I went, I've just got to do it. 
I've just got to resign because I can't do something else until I shut that door. And I had to shut that door. In the in the meantime of that, I forgot to say I had I had signed up for my meditation teacher training because I wanting to I was wanting to do that. And I thought if I don't sign up, so I'd signed up for that in the April, so March, April. Then it was the May. I started that in the April. In the May, I was still at the job, but I had decided then to leave. And I'm talking quietly so they don't hear me. <laughs> but I had decided to leave, but I needed to have more surgery. Because I've still been having surgery from the breast cancer, so I thought I'll go have my surgery, take that time to really think about, make sure I'm making the right decisions. I had surgery in May, and then while I was off, that's when I resigned. I just went, oh look, here I am, still going through surgeries. I'm just leaving, and I'll be honest. Um, and Bill won't mind me saying, like he struggled with my decision mm. because I was the only breadwinner at the time in the house, and um he did struggle with it but i just said to him if i've gone through everything i've gone through in my life and i get to this age as i'm 60 next week if i've got to this age and i can't do what i want then i may as well just be dead and i'm doing it yeah and i just i just did it and you know a few days few days later he yeah. You know, the start of your life at 60, I reckon. That's yeah, that's what I feel like. So <laughs> yeah. It's amazing, I think, how can you get clear of your purpose and what's yes. really important to you. So yes. One little comment like that can just that's... be so crystal clear that it's enough mm. to change your whole life. You know? It so was. I, mm. I find those moments fascinating, but also I think mm. the the lead up to that moment is really fascinating. All of the, mm. all of the preparation that you did, all of the hard work that you did, mm. all of the mm. mentoring that you had to lead up to yes. to get yourself in the position that when that mm. moment came, you were ready. I think mm. it's massive. So I was. I'd love mm. to sort of go back a few steps and yeah. sort of talk about when you came to that um, mm. that base camp in Newcastle. You know, mm. Where were you at when you got there, and what was the what did you hear there that sort of triggered you to to start this journey and this process? I think I was probably already on it, on the journey, but I was still working because when I was sick, obviously I didn't work and we were short of money. So I was still working, but I had that vision in my head back then that, all right, I'll just get the money back in, get back in front, and then I'll get on to what I want to do. But then, like, you know, other things happened after that in our life and, like, and then I felt like I was stuck there again. That That's probably what happened in between that and then coming down to the one down in Victoria. Yeah. So, so if we skip ahead then to coming down mm. to Victoria for the wellness breakthrough, which is a, mm. a two-night, three-day retreat in the Dandenong mm. Ranges, which was our mm. our last event. That's the last event we've run because uh, then a couple of weeks later the world shut I down. Know. Um, How lucky was I, I think. Absolutely. But take us through your experience mm. of the power of immersion. I mean, a wellness base camp, which um, is our one-day event, it's, you know, mm. 200 people in a room and it, it's mm. fast-paced and it's a, it's a, it's a really good mm. skim, but it's hard to do a mm. deep dive. What was it like mm. for you to do a deep dive for, you know, 48 solid hours? Um, you had your husband, Bill, come along as well. Yeah. Take us through that experience, um, Robin. Uh, it, was, it was emotional. And I'll be honest, when we got home on the, I think on the Monday I was supposed to go to work and I didn't go because I was really quite just 
like emotional from it all. It was, but it was great because you have to go through those emotions to deal with the hard stuff and come out the other side of it. And I knew I was prepared to do that. So I loved, I loved the whole weekend down there and would love to do another one. And um, yeah, it's just, I don't know, like every part of it I loved, like the, like just listening to all you talking, um, the interaction like with all of us as well mm. uh, and the meeting other people, so finding out other people's stories and where they're at and uh, that puts everything in perspective in your own life when you hear everybody else's stories. Um, yeah, so it, I just love the whole lot of it. Yeah. And the, the ice bath, the ice bath. Now when I, when I try and do something um, and can't, before I used to say, Oh God! I've been through all that surgery. I can do anything. But now I go. I got in that ice bath, so I can do anything. That's so good. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, so it's good. amazing. Those those physical challenges, how yep. much impact they can yep. have. Yeah, yeah. And so, Robin, um, you know, mm-hmm. my prevailing memory of you guys is you guys mm-hmm. having the ability to have a really, uh, mm-hmm. you know, deep and meaningful conversation with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is a fascinating thing about the breakthrough is that. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, you guys could have had that conversation anywhere, anytime, um, but there's something about that environment and something mm. about the peer support and the, mm. the mentoring and the location and all of yes. that. What was it about the breakthrough that allowed you guys to have the conversation that you probably needed to have for a long time? I think probably uh, having you guys around us to know to like ask the questions because I think when you're quite emotional in there it's hard to to let the other person talk and that has been a big thing we learned from that now like if, if one of us tries to talk over we go hang on I've got the microphone the I'm going <laughs> yeah I'm oh, it's my turn and um yeah I think it was I think it was that that um I knew it needed we needed it was something we needed to do I don't know if Bill knew it was he probably did deep down. He just probably didn't want to admit it. Um, but, you know, look, I was proud of him how he got up there and sat down and, and did it as well because that's a really big thing. Like when I was read, I was there ready to do it, but, you know, for him he probably didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> I think, and Bill was wonderful the way he played full out. You know, he had the yeah. deep and meaningfuls. He was very engaged mm. and we always mm. love it when – the men mm. uh, at our events uh, immerse themselves <laughs> in the activities because about yeah. you know they're outnumbered mm. about uh, eight to one at nine to one most of the time, um, yeah. and I think we had yeah. five or six mm-hmm. uh, gentlemen join us at the wellness breakthrough. Yeah. What about the future, yeah. Robin? You're, you're a stoic individual. You're very optimistic. <laughs> you're strong. You're dynamic. You're courageous. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've you've made a big shift in your career. Um, mm. Tell us how you view the future uh, as someone who's about to turn 60. Happy birthday for next week. Uh, very exciting. You're, you're going into a really exciting, um, well, I see it as, a, as, a, mm. as a, an exciting chapter mm. of your life. But mm. what does the future mm. hold for you, Robin? Well, I'm going to, well, I am a meditation teacher because I'm already teaching classes. So I'm um, probably about a third of way through in my training, my certificate of teacher training. And they, they suggest when you're doing that to start to teach earlier rather than later in the course so that you can start it. Um, so I'm just super proud of myself. I've probably done about six or seven classes already now and I can see the people I'm helping. So my future holds for me that, helping other people, 
but nurturing my soul, doing what I want, as well as helping the other people. And uh, so, yeah, so I have a real clear vision now. I want to have um, – it's taken me a little while to, to niche down and get into the nitty-gritty of what I'm going to do, but uh, I'm going to aim towards women that have had breast cancer and and make some courses online uh, and teach classes for those. But I'm hoping that online because then I can go all over Australia and, and help those women – to understand the benefits of mindfulness and the meditation just to help you quiet your mind a bit and yeah so that's I know that's my future and like traveling around Australia so I think if I'm traveling around Australia and I've got that then that's my income and hopefully traveling around Australia I'll be able to teach at some of the places we go to so good that sounds wonderful Mm. hey yeah I'm looking Mm. at your house because we've got a video going here and yeah. I see behind you on the wall is a quote yeah. Um, yeah. and I think it's probably a very very relevant quote <laughs> so I'd love you to first of all read yeah. out that quote for us but yeah. I'd love to yeah. know what that quote means to you in yeah. light of your journey and in light mm. of the the sacrifices you've made mm. and the mm. the way that you've I guess and I hope you don't mind me putting mm. words in your mouth, but perhaps mm. prioritised others over yourself across yeah. your journey. Um, yeah. I'd love to know what that quote means to you. Yeah, so it's live every moment, laugh every day, and love beyond words. So, yeah, live live every moment. Like for me that means not going hurrah, hurrah every moment, but, you know, like I can, but being present in every moment that's what's important for me uh I felt when I was back in that job where I knew I needed to get out from I wasn't present in my own life at all and so live every moment like last week I had my grandson for a couple of days and I had him the week before I haven't been able to do that with school holidays we had a great time and all I did was just spend time with him and have to think about so that's for me what live every moment is like to be there yeah What's the next one? Laugh every day. Yes, we got to laugh all the time. Don't you? <laughs> and and I have to actually say, since um, me changing and going through all of this, I wasn't sure how that was going to be in our relationship with Bill and I, but we're actually way better because I'm calmer and anything that was triggering in me from him, that was my trigger, I've worked through. And so, like, yeah, I'm not taking things are serious so it's like that laugh every day and just yeah love beyond words just love I know there's enough love to go around for everybody it's not like I can only love one person yeah well done yeah well done uh Robin Mm. you're an absolute Mm. joy Mm. to speak with and it's great to hear just a snippet of your story and we can't wait for the day Mm -hmm. when we get to see you in the flesh again um thanks for sharing so openly your story Mm. on the wellness breakthrough podcast Oh, thank you for having me. It's been really good. All I think, I just hope I can inspire some other people to, I hope I can inspire women to make some changes or to understand a bit earlier than what I have. Yeah, no, you're a joy. Mm. Now, before we mm-hmm. officially let you go, I've got some quick fire mm. questions. Yeah. 
Uh, I haven't told you about these, okay? You <laughs> no, won't, you won't upset anyone. These are these are okay. hard hitting, okay? <laughs> okay. Question one: Your favourite podcasts on the Wellness Couch? <laughs> oh well, I I started with a hundred not out, and I still listen to that. That's what I started with. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling good. I wrote um, that question. Yeah, go on anymore. <laughs> and um, yeah, Kim's like I used to like the three girls, but I like um Kim's new self love one, and I actually joined her course as well. So. I do that, but yes. Nice. And when you miss Bretto, you must go listen yeah. to this week in wellness on a regular, regular. Occasion. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Brett. Oh. <laughs> I haven't. I'll have to listen to some of yours. I'll put Absolutely. them on my subscribe list. There you go. Um, your favourite meal? Oh, uh, anything healthy, really? Like I like salmon and veggies, and I try and eat really healthy. Yep. Yeah. Um, Facebook or Instagram? Oh, just talking about that in a another thing i was on i'm probably on facebook more at the moment for my business yep yeah uh, certified organic or homegrown oh well i like homegrown but we're in an apartment now but i do have herbs and stuff so both probably certified um, organic i think i know this one city or country oh well we're city at the moment yep. <laughs> but i do like the country as well acreage or neighborhood oh neighborhood kale or broccoli? No. <laughs> Kale or broccoli? Oh, broccoli. Smoothies or juices? Broccoli. Broccoli. <laughs> Smoothies or juices? Ju- juices. And I, I know Brett's answer here. I'm going to ask you though, CrossFit yeah. or yoga? Oh, yoga. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all feel like we know you a whole lot more, Robin. Now, for those of you that have loved this uh chat and you would like to do a wellness breakthrough yourself uh brett and i are running the wellness breakthrough intensive coming up at the end of october it's a digital online attendance it goes for a friday night and a saturday um to be specific it is on october 30 friday evening and all day saturday october 31 the links are in the show notes uh, so for those of you, those of you that would like to do a deep dive from the comfort of your own home, Bretto and I are going to get together uh, somewhere in Australia and, and uh, mm. facilitate it together. But if you would like to know more, just click on the link mm. in the show notes for that. Robin Crookshank, you are a dead set legend. Thank you. you are an angel, one of our wellness I say, angels. I want to say thank you to Robin for sharing. Robin, you said earlier you want to inspire people. And, mm. and I just want to let you know that you already have, uh, not only on this podcast show, but particularly I wanted to thank you and also, Bill, for the inspiration mm. you gave at the Wellness Breakthrough because Mark has sort of touched on it earlier, but you know, mm. we do love when our guys mm. share the breakthrough mm. as well. And I think there is often so much healing that happens as a result of that. Yes. Not only for the other guys in the room, but for the ladies in the room as well to hear mm. a male open up and to share and to give mm. of himself as he did and as you did, that, yeah. that I know that everyone in that room learnt and grew and developed as a result of being able to eavesdrop in on those conversations, <laughs> hard work you guys did. So I just want to Aww. thank and congratulate both of you for the work you've already done and, uh, and look forward to ongoing chats and work with you guys in the future as well. So thank you from, thank you. from everyone in the Wellness Couch. Thank you. Thanks so much. Uh, well done. To all of our loyal listeners, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, the Wellness Breakthrough Podcast, and to check out the entire range of podcasts available, head on over to thewellnesscouch.com uh, and on Facebook and Instagram at The Wellness Couch. Bretto, thanks for joining me again on the podcast. Thanks, MP. Pleasure as always. Thanks again to you, Robin, and we look forward to having you Thank join you. us again on another podcast on The Wellness Couch. Bye for now. Thank you. 
This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.